Hey guys, before we get into the episode, you all know I'm a huge fan of fashion and I have been ever since I was a little girl. And my first job, by the way, was actually at Macy's. And my love for fashion began when I started there because I worked in the fragrance department, but of course my eye was always on the clothes and the makeup and everything related to style. But here's the thing, my relationship with Macy's didn't end once my days of asking people walking by if they wanted a sample of the latest scents came to an end. Nearly 20 years later, I still find myself choosing Macy's time and time again for literally everything. It's become a really beautiful full circle moment that they've been such amazing supporters of our show for so long. And when it comes to shopping, they have everything you need, whether I need a last minute outfit or Kevin needs a last minute outfit for our friend's wedding. We always head to Macy's. They've got us covered. So if you're in need of some retail therapy, perhaps, or looking to spruce up your home or your lifestyle, check out Macy's friends. I've curated a list of some of my favorite items that have helped me upgrade so many parts of my life, really my fashion the most, but of course home and baby and so much more. So check the link in the description and happy shopping Hill Squad. I remember my mom always struggling with her hair. It's Frizi Maria, my mom would say in her Greek accent. Tiehis, what do you have? I tried so hard to find her products. I wish I could share these products I'm using now with her because I know she would be so happy to finally have good hair days. I've always believed that hair is a woman's best accessory. And with Way's new anti-frizz cream, you can ensure that your hair always looks its best without the frizz stealing the spotlight. It's a lightweight cream that not only provides immediate frizz control, but also helps prevent heat damage. And get this, it lasts up to 72 hours. That's three whole days of frizz-free, gorgeous hair. Way seriously has some of my favorite products for taming the frizz. Pro tip, one of my biggest discoveries is using the Way hair oil on the ends of my hair before I dry it. Let me tell you, it's a game changer. Once it's dry, my hair looks so smooth and polished. I don't even need to do anything else. It is incredible. I love it. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter the promo code Heel Squad for 15% off any product. That's the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, promo code Heel Squad. Trust me, you won't regret it. I'm on a journey to get better in all areas of life, from wellness and mental health to career and relationships and so much more. I know getting better isn't easy, but it's a whole lot easier when you can do it together. Welcome to Better Together with me, Maria Menounos. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to Better Together. When you know better, you get better. Or at least we try. (laughs) Our quote of the day comes from our guest, Yogi Cameron, every word that you speak and every thought that you think are we are we are we are every word that you speak and every thought that you think are a reflection of how your life will become. Ooh, oh, she has an or there's a second one. The outer world is based on your thoughts and mental attitude. The entire world is our own projection. <gasps> Quick, Dalai Lama or Yogi Cameron? Okay, Yogi, Yogi Cameron. Cameron. <laughs> <laughs> what up, Heel Squad? Welcome back. Today, we are doing part two with our Heel Squad favorites, Yogi Cameron and his amazing wife, Yogini Jema. We're going to be talking about the power of thought and how we can use thought to cultivate a blissful life, a stress-less Didn't say stress-free because I don't think that's possible. Mm -hmm. Neither do you guys. A stress-less and joy-filled life. Um... Guys, how is the outer world based on my thoughts and my mental attitude? Please share. I want to know. 
basic law of attraction. So <clears throat> the thoughts in our head are simply energy. And we have about the average person 70,000 thoughts a day. So you are emitting 70,000 impulses of energy out into the atmosphere every day of your life. In fact, uh, the, in India, the Aurobindo Ashram, one of the great women gurus there, they called her the mother, she said, there's actually an entire world of thought out there, of all of us. Imagine all of us have 70,000 thoughts a day, and then there's hundreds of thousands and, and millions. And she goes, and they, they form together, and they create armies, and they create groups, and this, and all this energy is just collecting and influencing, and, and that's, how, that's how we're affected by the collective consciousness. There's no joke, when you go to a certain place, you start thinking different thoughts, you know what I mean? You can you can go more into cities. Yeah. A lot of people say, "Oh, I come to LA," and suddenly I'm thinking like, "I have to get plastic surgery, or I have to do this, or I have to lose weight," and you know. And then all of a sudden they go to somewhere else that has a, something totally different, and they're thinking different thoughts. We're, it's just energy, and we're being influenced by that collective energy. But back to what that thought that we're thinking, every time you think a thought, and if you keep thinking repetitive thoughts, which we often do if we have certain fears or certain mm -hmm. things that we're fixated on, we keep sending this out again and again, energy attracts like energy. It's just the, the, the operations of the universe. So the thought that you are thinking is sending it out like a satellite and attracting that reality to you. Whether you know you're thinking it or not. Well, that's why people say thoughts become things. Yeah, but, absolutely. But can I propose a real extreme example? Sure. So do we think cancer to us? <sighs> right? Like someone would say yeah. like, well, did I create my cancer? Are you saying I created my cancer? Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Your thought pattern. <laughs> Jim was like, you take this one, Cameron. <laughs> I always hand health to him first and then I'll... Let's <laughs> yeah, get people to hate you. Why me? <laughs> I would but, totally but, want that to Kevin too. Because <laughs> no matter what you say, you will be hated for yeah, it, yeah. which is fine. Huh. Um, yeah, there's two parts to that. Hmm. You are thinking things into being. So something can give you a headache. And you keep thinking that repetitive thought throughout your, whatever, five years, ten years. And then Ayurveda says that headache can turn into cancer in that journey of ten years. Right? Because why did you get a headache? When you take, when you take a headache pill to get rid of your headache, you never thought about, why did I have that headache? What's yeah. the root cause? Yeah, I didn't know I had a brain tumor in my head giving me headaches, mm. but I kept popping the Tylenol, baby. Yeah, Let's exactly. get through the day. Got to yeah. host the show. <laughs> exactly. So yeah. then eventually that energy that uh, Jemai is talking about keep going round and round and round and created that tumor. So it wasn't a tumor at the beginning. It, let's call it a headache, whatever it was, right? But because you pushed it and you keep going and the heat in your body keep, this is where the elements come into it, keep that heat and that heat and that heat that you were creating with the air and go, 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 go. Yep. That weaved, let's call it to give people a visual of it, that weaved that tumor into being. That's why when we fast and we stop eating and the body can start cleaning itself, it starts de um, eating that tumor away. It keeps reducing it because now if we're calmer, we're more peaceful, we're not eating, we're focusing on healing, then the body will reduce it in the same way as it mm. built it. 
the only reason the body builds it is because it can't, it's not getting that energy out fast enough and it doesn't know what else to do. So that energy gets stuck somewhere and it starts building. So that's one part to it. The second part is it's part of your karma to get that tumor anyway. Not good karma or bad karma. It's just karma means action. You didn't stop. You keep going. You keep building. You were building the tumor. Not because you wanted the tumor, because the you gave the tumor an environment to grow in. And it grew in that area that it grew in. And that's karma. Shit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, because I'm thinking like the tumor, I mean, like, we've probably talked about this a million times, but right now I'm thinking about the tumor wrapped around the nerve that controls the whole right side of my face. Mm -hmm. What is, you know, my job? It's like face forward. You, know, you Let's call it life, universe, whatever people connect to, will keep giving you the message in one form or another, Right. Uh, and practically speaking, if you've got a step that's got a ledge on it and you don't fix it and you keep falling over it as you enter your house, the, the universe gave you the message, right? First, you kind of fell over and you were fine. And then next time you tripped and then your grandma tripped over it, and then eventually smack on your face mm -hmm. because at some point you've got to get the message is, hey, you've got to fix that ledge. It's the same thing in our bodies. Our body is organic. We can only push them to some degree mm -hmm. individually. So the 20-year-old can push it a little bit further than the 30-year-old, the 30-year-old less than the 20 and so on, right? So we need to do the things we need to do to protect ourselves from our thoughts, that's where it all starts. But how do you know what the message is? Because I think I heard the message. Mm -hmm. I adjusted. Mm -hmm. I changed. But I still have it. Yeah, because you didn't change to the degree which to create that environment. When you're on the go 24-7 like me, guys, finding ways to make life easier is so important for my health and sanity. <laughs> and that's exactly what my friends at Macy's do for me. From working there as a teenager to now going to them for so many of my daily essentials, it's been my go-to for so many years. And having everything in one place is such a time saver for me. With being a first-time mom, for a while now, as you know, I've had plenty of those and being able to rely on them for all the things has been amazing. Plus having everything in one place has made being a new mom just a little bit easier for me. So I know we're all focusing on our families, our health, hopefully our jobs and everything in between, but it's time to make your life a little easier. And to help you out, I've curated all of my essentials from Macy's for you and the whole fam. All the details are in the show notes below, or you can just click the link in the description to get your hands on them too. I have some new picks on there. This little bomber jacket, this little black dress. You're going to love it. ...for it to heal. So does that mean I have to completely throw my life away? No. Because that's what I feel like I would have to do. I would probably have to just go sell everything and live in my hut and pray that it would just go no, away. No, but you would be thinking the same things if you were in your hut. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe this episode is for me, guys. I don't even know. So I got to just change the thought? Yeah. That's, oh. that's what she was saying. Okay. There's 70,000 thoughts a day between seven and a half billion people. Multi, you know, do the math. That's just collisions all over the place. 
And that's happening in the ether. That's not even happening. Here we're having a physical conversation together. And there's all those people out there having the same, you know, different conversations. And their thoughts, it's all in the ether making groups. That's why at election time, the groups come together. Mm -hmm. You know, in, in the in the village they come together then they come together in the little cities then in the big cities then in the countries then in, uh. yeah there are two things i mean if you try and change the thought just in the conscious aspect of mind you need to have a, a lot of willpower and that becomes like your mantra i would all- yell at myself like if i had a bad thought i'm like no like when i cuz i would catastrophize my parents dying or like mm. you know my dad having a low blood sugar attack and i wasn't there or whatever and Every time I'd have that thought, I'd be like, no. Mm. And I would like out loud say it because I had to try to stop the pattern. Absolutely. And I've gotten really good. Like now I don't worry about him, which is like a whole new world. Hey, Hill Squad and Better Together fam. It's been a tough year, but we hear from so many of you just how much our content is helping you heal and get better. And it makes us feel so good. Our team works so hard to deliver this life-changing content. And a lot of you guys ask, how can I have a bigger role in our Heal Squad community? Or how can I do my part to help Better Together continue to uplift even more people? First of all, thank you for that sentiment. And we're so grateful for this community. If you could help us by giving us a five-star rating and a comment on Apple Podcasts. That's amazing. Second, you could join the Better Together with Maria Menounos Facebook group and Instagram page. Third, you could share the show with a friend in need. And finally, for as little as $10 a month, please join our Patreon to get monthly live heal events with world-class healers, ad-free episodes of our show, and even weekly bonus episodes exclusive to Patreon. Getting better isn't easy, but it is a whole lot better when we can do it together. We love and appreciate and are so grateful for all of you. So that's one side. You can keep reminding yourself and stating that 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 positive intention or that, that positive reality and keep saying it again and again and again. Because every time you say it, it's going to implant itself back into the 90%. Or, which you did... You planted it in your intention in Yoga Nidra. And that, back to Yoga Nidra, is the purpose of why intention planning is in there. Because you're now in the 90%. Just plant it. Whatever intention or thought that you plant while the subconscious brain waves are active, it stays there. Then when you wake up in the morning and you operate in your 10% consciousness all day long, you have a 90% force there that's working for you, whether you know it or not. Just plant the thoughts. So even if you can't change it in the days of your life and you're so busy and consumed and you can't remember, like, what is it exactly positively? How am I going to stop my cancer? How am I going to think that I'm healthy? It's too much. You can't remind yourself that all day long. Just plan it. What does that sound like? Plant it in yogic practice. Because you told me anything you you plant in yoga nidra will come true. Yeah, for that sure. was powerful, and I believed you. So I was like, okay, and I planted my things. So you, so you, plant- but I also planted realistically. Great. <laughs> like I was like, okay, I'm not going to plant. My mom's going to be miraculously healed. I said the best outcome for my mom will be. Yes. And so I was realistic in that way, which mm. I think is probably mm. the right way to be. Mm. I well, you guess accept. you have to accept part of it yeah what she's saying is plant the seed but believe in that seed 
water that seed. So it's not uh, there's a you know people are talking a lot about intentions. You can't just say something and not believe it. You have to believe it. So mm -hmm. you are being realistic based on what you believed in, right? Because and what was possible. Because like I said, the, there is a mystery to the universe too that's happening that we don't control. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But we do control. I will plant this seed. I will water it to my best of my ability. I will learn how this seed should grow. And then I would nurture it when it comes up. But it may die. And out of, you know, I was talking to the gardener, you know, the, the gardener the other day. And he said, you know, I've been doing this for 40 years. Mm. I, I'll plant what you're telling me to, but it may die. And then I may have to try something new. And even at my age and my experience, I don't know how that soil is going to react to that. Is it, does it have enough water? Is the nutrients? Is it, there is so much going on. But in Yoga Nidra, with our intention, we do what we know how to do. And we read the manual. We do it properly. But there still isn't that super guarantee. But the best thing will happen. Mm -hmm. That's for sure. So what does it sound like when you're planting your intention? Are you planting a positive or a negative? No, don't. don't. <laughs> right? <laughs> like, no, but your, your, your positive could have a negative annotation. That's so, what I'm saying. Like, so you, you, have to sp you have to sit and kind of find. So we all, we'll always say, if you don't know what your intention is and you're doing the yoga need to practice, then just say, uh, my body is healthy, my mind is at peace. Keep it simple. And let that just sit in the subconscious. Then start to discover what's most important to you and try and pick one thing at a time of what's most important to you of what you want to work on. Whether you want to change a behavioral pattern, there was one woman that was like, I just want to start, what's most important for me right now is I just want to stop eating junk food. You know, before I even get to all the other aspects of my health, I want to stop eating junk food. I said, great, make that your intention. But do you have to do plant that every it. time or is once enough to plant it? Within a week, she was planting it and she stopped eating junk food. Wow. It's the power of the mind. Have people ever been able to like quit smoking with Absolutely. that? Absolutely. But that's what hypnosis is when you go to like hypno, you know, hypnotic therapy, they're reducing the brain waves to get back in there to plant those intentions oh. so that people because all of the patterns which cause us to react and respond and do what we do in the conscious aspect of our life from the moment we wake up to go to bed is based on patterns that are in the 90%. So just cross the barrier, get into the activate the brain waves, get in the 9% and then plant away. You're your own gardener. What do you want? What's most important to you? Plant what in a time? You know, you can have a big one and then like a, like a big general life one, and then maybe a small specific thing you're working on. Keep the big one for a year, two years until you start to see that it's shifting. And then with the little ones, you'll start to see within weeks, within a month or two, it's there. Our guru would always say, if you have a question, don't, if, if you don't have an answer to something, don't, you don't have to chew on it all day long and try and figure out the answer. Ask the mind once and then let it be. So if you want to know what your purpose is in life, hmm. you could do a yoga nidra session and ask that question. And uh, that's your intention. My intention is to find my purpose in life. Or my intention is to have my brain tumor shrink. Or my intention is to quit smoking. These are things that you would say. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Implant. Okay. Absolutely. And 
rather than always giving people, you find the language for yourself mm -hmm. of what, what makes sense to you, you know? So we can word it in a certain way, but that might not ring true to you. So you find that language to yourself of that energy of what you mm -hmm. want and how you want to focus on it. And that's it. Mm -hmm. It's that simple. So this can be such an incredible tool to changing the thought. So I don't have to blow up everything. Mm -mm. I have no. to change my thought. Mm. Changing thoughts. That's it, it's it changing your thoughts changes your habits, right? When uh, Jim is saying going into the subconscious, that 90%, you have a recording of your whole life. That's what you believe in because you keep regurgitating that. That's your go to place. Being your own gardener means you're replanting and saying, Well, that used to be what I grew. Mm -hmm. I'm going to now grow, you know, I used to grow orange trees, now I'm growing apple trees. Mm. I am now an apple farmer. I'm not an art. But you can't apply the same methods to the apples, right? It's still soil, but maybe it needs acidic soil, not alkaline soil. You have to learn that, put some effort into it. Um, but you have to also believe it. So you need to have belief behind something. Mm -hmm. You know, often people take, you know, the placebo effect that they talk about. We did this, uh, this and that. Well, of course, the placebo effect is just your mind over matter. Of course yeah. it works. Yeah. You know, so people say, well, what's the use of taking, you know, this supplement or this thing? Well, you can do it two ways. You can either do it through the mind changing things or you can take something. It's your choice. Or you could do both. That's even better. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think it was at a Tony seminar. He said, whatever you, oh no, actually when I called Tony Robbins and told him about my tumor, he was like, honey, whatever you believe will be. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, okay. Mm -hmm. And I think that's when I started thinking about kind of your beliefs and how much your belief system really impacts you. Cause he talks about that in his seminars a lot. Um, and you know, a lot of us believe that nothing will get done unless we do it ourselves and all these mm -hmm. things and they run us. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, that story you tell in your own head and the conversations you have with yourself need to be of positivity because there's a lot of things happening that are difficult, but we can get through the difficulty. You know, this morning I was saying a, a whole bunch of stuff that I'm going through, you know, and I have to deal with. But at no point do I think, I can't do this. Oh, my God, this is going to kill me. You know, oh, da, da, da. I'm just thinking, um, like she said, there's a solution. So let's go into that mode of what do we do about this? Not dwell in what's going on, mm -hmm. but what are, what are the steps that we're going to take. Some are emotional steps, some are practical steps, some are physical steps, mental steps, spiritual steps. That's why it's body, mind, spirit. Because all of those steps need to be um, you know, uh, th thought about and then taken because sometimes we're thinking about something, but ultimately spiritually, meaning intuitively, we know it's not correct mm -hmm. in the long run. Maybe I'm taking a shortcut. It seems like a good idea, but intuitively, um, this is not going to turn out right. But then I get. All right, friends, let's talk about something we all do. Snack. Trust me, I've definitely overindulged in the past. But as you know, I am focused 
on my health these days. And I think I found the healthier snack that you don't have to lose out on the flavor. And it's definitely become my go-to. It first came into the house because of Kevin. He was obsessed with wonderful pistachios. And then I got addicted. And now it's in my travel bag. I don't leave home without it. It's in our glove compartments because they don't melt. Right now, my favorite flavor is the sweet chili flavor. It feels like some of the naughtier kind of snacks I used to use where I used to lick my fingers after. Now I lick them and I feel safer. Um, Plus, Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. That's crazy, guys. So if you're looking for the perfect snack, trust me and head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com to snag a bag of Wonderful Pistachios. You're going to love them frustrated thinking oh man i gotta you know this that's gonna take me six months not one month Mm. so that's where spirit comes in and says hey you got a choice you can take the easy way out or and you're now having a conversation with yourself and spirit meaning intuit your intuition now you have a choice to make and that's where we kind of are like you know, we go down this road or down that road. Mm-hmm. So, but the conversations you have with yourself are really important because that's why I said to you, you need to know what your ultimate goals are because that's where you're going anyway. Ayurveda says each one of us comes into the world with a certain uh, nature, which is it's called prakruti. And prakruti doesn't really change. It drives us. So we have to feed that nature. If we learn our own nature, um, then we can feed it in the best possible way, nurture it, and get the best out of our nature mm-hmm. rather than keep fighting it, right? Because once we fight our nature, we're, 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 we've got discord in our mind. Yeah. Well, right? how do you know what your true nature is? Oh, you know. You know. You know, Everybody you can knows. watch it in, uh, we have a nephew now that's two years old and it's, from birth, you saw, like, he's fiercely independent. He's so driven. He needs purpose all the time. You're like, you know, and then, and then there's a, another, his cousin on the other side of the family, born two months after him, is completely different. She's just, like, chill and wants to, like, you know, like, uh, be affectionate and be nourished and, and something like that. Their natures are completely different. Mm-hmm. Now, if they grow up, and all of a sudden, um, we try and take uh, the one that was more um, relaxed and 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 um, needed more nourishing. She's now that person that that has those qualities. But if we put her in a job where she's having to um, um, be combative or in a lot of conflict, it's going to completely disturb her because it's not her nature. Rather put her in a place where what she's good at, um, that little baby's making me think of, of our aunt, you know, who, who is, she's really good with working with older people. She has a lot of patience. She can sit and listen to them for hours. She can help them with things and talk. She's very sensitive. She's very nurturing, you know? So, but if we try and make her do something else, it'll, completely upset her she'll Mm -hmm. be crying she'll be emotional you know it just doesn't work so know your nature because everyone's good at something but i think there are then and i don't know how ayurveda deals with like childhood traumas right Mm. because there are a lot of people who try to change the nature of kids right Mm. um and so 
I think that you can create a new nature that is not organic, obviously, to you, mm-hmm. but because of all of that. Mm. Trauma or nature? So trauma is different, and we may need to correct you know, trauma, which is a pattern in the mind, and, and start to help reprogram that pattern with the opposite. So desire Veda not believe it's physiological as well? Like uh, it's, it's stored no- in the body? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Because Ayurveda and yoga are sister sciences. They'll yeah. say that, no, absolutely. The memory yeah. of whatever the pattern is in the body, the memory is in the tissues, it's in the muscles. You know, that's why they go through deep um, pancha karma treatment where you actually purify all the layers of the body from de- from muscles, blood, tissue, down to bone and bone marrow. What? That's what deep pancha karma is in Ayurveda. I've never heard of pancha karma. Oh, you do I need do- pancha karma? Yes. <laughs> we all need pancha I karma. But you got to take a month off to do it. A month? Where do you go? India. And yeah. what do they do? They like massage the shit out of you? <laughs> well, there's people like me who do it here, uh, but... We tend to like to send people there because you can have a spiritual experience. This is where body, mind, and spirit comes mm. into it. Your body's going through the treatments. Your mind is now relaxed, so it's everything is on the table it's kind open. of thing. And then spiritually, you're going through, why, why am I here? And my involvement is the most important thing here, Right. See, we're scared of evolving because the mind wants to evolve, but that's different. That's why we think somebody's a genius or an idiot, because we we have those parameters. Spiritually, everybody is evolving, whether they like it or not. And all of our situations are making us evolve. Some of us are walking into the situation and some of us are screaming in the situation, right? But we're here to evolve. That's basically why we're here. And we find that path. So treatments like Panchakarma are there for either maintaining your health or to get rid of a disease and things like that, or manage a disease. But, um, yeah, the, the mind ultimately is where all things are stored. They're in your body. You're affected by them. So you can change that pattern by starting to think something new. Mm-hmm. So it's not like optimism, blind optimism, but it's, you know. It's a a good example is when people come to do these, we call them detox retreats with us. And um, they'll come and they'll live, you know, a very healthy lifestyle. They're being fed all the herbs. They're being fed at the right times. Uh, their their body is becoming in synchronicity with the rising and you know and setting of the sun. Everything is coming into alignment, but they just kind of feel nauseous. There's a period of detoxification. Even when you start to make the right healthy choices and eat the right food, and even if you're in a confined environment, like we would go to the ashram, it's confined. We're, at, you know, we're in that, that world. It's, there's an adjustment period mm. until there's always a period of adjustment, even down to like a new relationship. When people say, I want to do... The perfect example is when Yogi and I came together. I had I had done all my work. I had done the physical work. I had done the mental work. I was, you know, initiated as a teacher and had been living in India. And I finally set the intention that I wanted to know love in my life, real love and, and partnership in a in it in that union. No coincidence. You send that message out to the universe. Within a couple months, uh, he 
comes back into my life because he was already in the spirit. I just didn't know. And he came back. And But the first year that we were together was difficult for me. It's like if you're used to eating junk food your whole life mm-hmm. and all of a sudden someone's giving you really healthy food, you're like, yeah, this is good for me, but I want this. You know what I mean? I would, I would emotionally create stuff because the mind is programmed for that. So even I, even though I was doing things different, here's the body addiction. Mm-hmm. The body is used to the high level of stress hormones. The body is used to the conflicts and maybe yeah. from the past relationship, the stress, the 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 disagreements, the shouting, the whatever it is. That How, it doesn't know what to do with this new thing. It, but it actually is like chemically addicted to those hormones. Now you're like giving it serotonin and all these love hormones and he's so affectionate and loving and everything. But it's like the body wants to create a situation to give it those stress hormones because the body is addicted to that emotional behavior. And that's where it thrives. You got it. Uh, yeah, it. on the surface. So yeah. that's that. No, because I know, because for us, I always say to Kevin, I'm like, shit, we really thrive in war. <laughs> and we don't, because we've just been in war for so long. That's why I understand it yeah. so well. Uh-huh. That we don't know how to be when there's no war. Yeah. So then we're going to seek war. Like, yeah. oh, it might be somebody mm. else's war. Absolutely. So I'm, I'm having to... Yeah. Try to reprogram all of that. So <laughs> yeah. then what did you do? Go through it. I mean, first, I'm in the practice of being aware of it. So I'm knowing that, that this is a process. And I'm going to just keep saying, okay, I'm doing this differently. I don't have a pattern to fall back on that knows this. So every day, I just got to keep implanting this new pattern again and again and again. And Interestingly enough, the way the cycle of the universe is, every time that sun and every or the moon and every uh, twenty-eight days of its cycle, the moon directly affects the mind. It's rebooting patterns and rebooting patterns. So when you keep doing a habit, that's what they oh. say. Within thirty days, you can make a new habit. Huh. Within sixty days, you can even fix it deeper. It keeps happening that it's being imprinted by you doing it every day. And then that's going back into that 90% being stored there. And then that eventually will become that new healthy choice of whatever you're doing in your life Mm. that you've made will become the predominant pattern. That's why you guys were saying, don't feel guilty. Because I remember when I was leaving, just before I was leaving, you said, don't feel guilty when you fall back words. You're falling backwards because that muscle is so much stronger than the new one you're building. And that stuck with me and it gave me so much relief because you beat. I remember my mom always struggling with her hair. It's Frizi Maria, my mom would say in her Greek accent. What do you have? I tried so hard to find her products. I wish I could share these products I'm using now with her because I know she would be so happy to finally have good hair days. I've always believed that hair is a woman's best accessory. And with Way's new anti-frizz cream, you can ensure that your hair always looks its best without the frizz stealing the spotlight. It's a lightweight cream that not only provides immediate frizz control, but also helps prevent heat damage. And get this, it lasts up to 72 hours. That's three whole days of frizz-free, gorgeous hair. Way seriously has some of my favorite products for taming the frizz. Pro tip, one of my biggest discoveries is using the Way hair oil on the ends of my hair before I dry it. Let me tell you, it's a game changer. Once it's dry, my hair looks so smooth and polished. I don't even need to do anything else. It is incredible. I love it. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to the Way. 
T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter the promo code Heel Squad for 15% off any product. That's the way. T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com. Promo code Heel Squad. Trust me, you won't regret it. Yourself up when you're like, I but but I'm trying so hard. Or Kevin will shame you. He's like, you and all your, you know, <laughs> foo-foos and your thises and your gurus or whatever. Mm. You know, you hang on to it for a week and then you come back and you're complaining. Mm. And I'm like, but I'm trying. <laughs> and that made me feel so much better because mm-hmm. it's, it is a new muscle we're building. And Absolutely. so as you're building that new muscle, it's not going to all of a sudden be Hulk Hogan, but no. you can get it to be Hulk Hogan mm-hmm. if you keep doing if it. If you keep mm-hmm. doing it and it's important, the important factor needs to be there. Like, is most people don't do it and feel bad because they ultimately don't want it. You know, in my first book, I always tell my f- story of my friend Pino who would come to my house you know, he knew me before I went to India. And then when I came back from India, I said, you know, I've made these adjustments. And he'd be like, okay, let's go out and drink. And like, okay, I don't do that. Um, let's eat. <laughs> I was like, it's like 10 o'clock. I go to bed. Your fridge is empty. You know, <laughs> but he came to my house one day and he said, uh, I want to I be healthy. I was like, okay, why do you want to be healthy? He said, well, my wife's telling me I've got to be healthy because I drink and I go out and I do all these stuff. I said, so um, what are you going to do with all this health when you have it? He's like, I don't know. I haven't thought about it. I just want to be have it. I said, well, are you willing to stop drinking so much? He's like, no way. Uh, are you going to eat earlier? No way. I love eating. You know, I'm Italian. Um, I love to go out and have wine. And th- I, I need to go out till 3 in the morning. You know, he's a music promoter. Nicest person in the world just you would want him to be your friend Mm -hmm. i said you would be so miserable if you didn't do all these things because you just told me what brings you joy Mm. yeah the fact that it's not good for your health is a whole different conversation but that's not who you are you're not mr health and you know he was at that time 60 years old so now he's still doing what he does He's still happy. And his journey is going to be his journey. And his journey is going to be. So acceptance of who you are, what your nature is, Mm. is a way better life ultimately than giving yourself stress about the things you're not doing and you will not do them. Mm. Right? Stress is worse. Is your worst enemy if you're giving yourself more stress about not doing the things you're not going to do. Double stress. Mm -hmm. You're right. That's double stress. Just at least have the stress of, hey, I'm not doing, you know. Yeah, my nature at eight months, I was walking. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. let me out of here. Mm. I just want to go and I want to do and I want to be. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I have the picture. My mom took pictures. I'm in this like total, I was monochromatic before monochromatic was cool. I was in a red turtleneck and red pants and I get this big Mickey Mouse smile and I'm mm. walking at eight months. Mm. Like that's yeah. just. You're ready to go. Me. So. If you know that nature, you do the healthiest things you can to keep going to wherever you're going, your destination, whatever that is. And that's the best you can do. And that's actually more healthy than all the other things. Yeah. Being healthy isn't, oh, now I'm a vegan. Now I'm a vegetarian. Now I don't drink. Now I don't do this. I don't. That's not being healthy. Because then if your mind isn't joyful and you're not happy and you're mm. not spreading the joy in the world, you know, like first time I was in India... And I said to my Ayurvedic guru, well, I think I'll stay here and meditate. And he was like, well, what use is that to me? I was like, well, you know, uh, uh, I didn't know what to say. (laughs) He was like, "Uh, and all this knowledge that you have and everything that you can go help a bunch of people, 
what about that? Are you going to stay here and meditate? That's, that's not an answer. Mm. So the point he was giving me was be useful to the world and go do good in the world, but be happy and be joyful. So it's not about stopping this and stopping that and you know, sitting in your hut, you know, to your point. It's yeah, a- the hut sounded cool till I got the nature <laughs> discussion. Because uh-huh. obviously I would then have your to... Your nature, would it would be... An amazing hut. It would be... In a, that hut, simple hut, would become an amazing hut. And then suddenly yeah. you'd be like, but I miss my dogs. And then yeah. the dogs uh-huh. would come in. And then the poop would come in. And you're like, but I could then turn this hut and replicate. And before you know it, you would have a village and you would be running and managing yeah. that village. Yeah. Because that's your nature. Well, and also I think for me what I've realized is... I must have chosen a path like this for a reason. The reason I have, you know, listen, and this comes with the caveat of, I know I've also had an amazing life. Mm. I really have. Um, Doesn't mean it hasn't been rainy and it's been really rainy for the last five years. And I joke, I was joking on live with Kelly recently when I was filling in for her, I was like, I got a huge umbrella. So anybody, (laughs) anybody wants to come under, I I've got a huge one. Um, But I think for me, when I look at my patterns, like from anything that I created myself was always about helping people and sharing information. I love learning and sharing it. And so I was like, okay, I must be going through all of this because I'm supposed to keep learning and sharing. And with growth and evolution, there's pain. So you got to go through the pain to get to that kind of next evolution. So that's what I have felt for a really long time. Yeah, it's the mysteries of life. You have to go through them. And that's what keeps you going. Mm-hmm. But if you follow your nature, your your nature is creating a lot of those things because you're solving a lot of those things because that is who you are. Mm. Whereas you look at somebody else and you're going, well, how come they don't have those issues? They have other issues. Mm-hmm. This is a different issue, right? So all of us are amazing at certain things, suck at other things and we're okay at a bunch of stuff Mm. we're kind of in that grip so if we want to become better at something i would uh, you know i would say to people is is that your nature you know like we were talking about acting and stuff uh and she uh jma was a child actress naturally good so talented and then i was saying to her oh yeah when i went you know i was a model and i did some acting and stuff in this acting class you know (laughs) I was not an actor, right? It was just not a part of my nature because I would come in and I'd be like, oh man, you want me to shout at him? That's not cool. I really want to hug him. And my teacher would be like, oh, what are we going to do with you? And he was like, okay, now you got to pretend to be, I was like, um, you know, and I was doing yoga and meditating and stuff. I was like, pretend i want to stay in reality dude <laughs> it's like, oh, you gotta get out of here so yeah. part of my nature is just to chill be more chill easygoing and be you know i just hired somebody to paint the house i'm spending more time with you know his health problems than i am him painting the you know the baseboard but that's part of my nature yeah i'm always going to attract that guy and that and his wife's got kidney disease and Every time. Yeah, we attract the people that need us. Because Mm -hmm. I can, at the same time, yesterday, feed him something good. And he was there to 8 o'clock with his night. And they went out to McDonald's at lunch. I was like, come and sit down. And I didn't say, let's be healthy. And uh, they just ate something a little closer to healthy. And they were happy. And then we sent them off. But we didn't say to them, hey, be healthy, dude. Yeah. So we have to feed people's nature. That's the best we can do because that's how we're going to evolve. Kelsey, what was your nature growing up? 
Like, do you know your true nature? Um. Well, let's see here. I was trying to think about when he was talking about it. And it, it's funny because this kind of corresponds with the other week we had Jonathan Fields on and yep. we took this test, this like these sparkotype tests. So, I mean, I was always very outgoing. I was always the one who like brought everyone together. Like when I was a kid, it was like I was kind of the, you know, the usher of our, the friend group. It was like, well, let's all be friends. We can be friends with them and them and them and them. And I'm, you know... I can't like socializing, you know. Um, mm-hmm. So outward nature. Yeah, I guess. Strong, it, yeah, strong communication yeah. skills, strong like um, management skills, leadership skills. Yeah, you're probably in a line with your nature right now in doing what you're doing. Yeah, I definitely think so. Yeah, yeah. If you're I, a leader and you don't lead, you, you just it's well, painful. Oh, it's uh-huh. painful. Yeah. yeah, you have to lead. What yeah. if you're yeah. a leader who's tired of being a leader? <laughs> <laughs> I always found in my life that if I was with another leader, I was like, oh, hell yeah, take over. <laughs> you know, I always wanted the break when I could get the break. Well, in certain situations mm. we do. Yeah. Right? Mm. In work is one thing. In family life, we have other leaders. In you know, friendships, we have leaders. Mm-hmm. So we do still have micro leaders and more leaders. But in each situation, we switch and move. We just have to know in what situation are we better like organization, Jema does that, right? If, um, like money stuff, she does that because otherwise we'll be living in the street, you know, and, you know, and all that's kind of because I'll be like, oh yeah, it's fine, you know, just yeah, give it away, it's gonna be all right. But if you're in the village in India, totally cool, no problem. Yeah. But here, you cannot do that. You mm-hmm. have to be responsive. But then I have discipline to get up at any time in the morning, do my practice. I would not miss it. We would do rituals for three hours, no problem. So even if I'm disciplined in that, it doesn't mean I'm disciplined in everything. Mm-hmm. Right? Because so- yeah, you, you're going. As a first time mom with a baby, I'm always on the go, whether it's running errands, getting my coffee, going to doctor's appointments, or just spending quality time with little Athena. And that's why I rely on wonderful pistachios to keep me fueled and ready for anything, no matter where I am. Kevin even keeps us bag stashed in the nursery. <laughs> you know, for the nighttime hunger moments. Wonderful pistachios comes in a variety of flavors and sizes, making them the perfect snack to have literally any time, whether I'm enjoying them during a quick break in between taping this show or I'm on the go and it's in the diaper bag. I do carry it in my travel bag and they're in my car. At this point, when I'm leaving the house, I think keys, wallet, wonderful pistachios. (laughs) Bonus, wonderful pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts with six grams of protein in every one ounce serving. So on top of all that, They keep me feeling satisfied. I'm energized while I'm juggling all this crazy stuff in life. Next time you're looking for a convenient and guilt-free snack, head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com and stock up on your favorite flavors today. Minus the sweet chili. Going with your nature. Yeah. So that's easy for me to do that because I'm just talking about anything spiritual and all that stuff. It goes with the way I am because that's my nature. Mm -hmm. But get me to move faster, become more fiery, and da-da-da. Oh, that's, you know, I have to start doing sports for that. Yeah. That's why it's so fun when we're together, because I'm the fire. (laughs) (laughs) And he's just sitting there laughing at me. Uh, (laughs) That's comedy. I Mm. In the reverse, I'm now getting a mirror to see what Mm. the hell I am when I'm with you, Mm. which is so revealing. But I think that... You know, a lot of people look, have that mirror experience and then Mm -hmm. they are negative, right? Like I sometimes am a mirror for other people. You're a mirror for me. I'm a mirror for you. Mm -hmm. 
Um, yeah, but then if we need to get five things done and get you know productive, I'm going to be lagging, going having to look at you for leadership and say, okay, what are we doing? Yeah. Okay, I'm good at doing and discipline, but I'm not good at initiating. Like, you know, unless she cooks something or says something, I'll go the whole day without eating. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I, instead of I'm disciplined not to put a bad thing in my body, but then I'm not disciplined enough to go get something good. Yeah, you'd put nothing. If, I'll put nothing, yeah. right? So we have to know that about ourselves. Nobody can really teach us these things. Yeah, We have to spend the effort to know I am like this. These are my qu- good qualities, strong qualities. I need to marry that with other good qu- people with good qualities. You know, like that's what I consider our relationship because she brings all those great qualities and I can bring the other thing. And then in between the, the things that we both need to learn, we'll mm-hmm. figure them out. But we're constantly like this, you know, moving around that. Um, and that's in relationships, you're going to have to find that, you know, because everybody struggles in relationships as well, thinking they need something different or somebody should be different. But actually, if you start to focus on the other person's great qualities, you'll start to appreciate them, you know, and then know that, well, of course they don't have those qualities. Maybe I have those qualities. Mm-hmm. And then you put those in. You know? Well, that's what the union, right? It's like you want yeah. the yin and yang or you want somebody to bring in the things that you're missing. I mean, that's what a good partnership is in business at least, right? I'm good at this. You're good at that. Let's come together and let's make this amazing business. But relationships are no different, right? No different. Like Absolutely. Kevin can take an idea and actually do it. I'll still sit there and be like, how can this happen? (laughs) You know? Um, So, yeah. Yeah, that's why villages work. The reason we used to be in a village and it worked was because we all did what we did better. And the village came together, right? And that's why the village didn't have stress, really, because everybody was in this union of relationships, Right? It wasn't, uh, of course, you were married to this person, but it wasn't, you were in a relationship with all the other people and you had a duty. And when everybody had their own duty to do, so nobody felt useless, nobody felt underappreciated because everybody had their thing to do. Mm-hmm. Like when we go to a village where we were married in India, we step into, everybody's doing a duty. So everybody knows their place. Nobody feels useless or gets up and going, well, I don't know what I'm doing today. Oh, my God, my life is falling apart. Or, right? Here in the Western culture, we're trying to individually do everything. Yes. Maintain my house, maintain my career, <clears throat> maintain my relationships, maintain my friendships. Uh, we are islands unto ourselves trying to f- do it all. It's exhausting. Yeah. That's why when we come together, it's way simpler nicer kinder and we feel better yeah but and that's what some people are doing they're going by land bring people together and start going back to village life literally tiny homes and all these great things that Mm -hmm. are happening because people are like my we went to dinner with a friend the other day james hyde and he said you know i got to a point where i said does the house own me or do i own the house (laughs) And when I saw that the house owned me, I had to get rid of it. It was just not making me happy, 
right? Because of the responsibilities attached. It was mm-hmm. just too much. I know. I know. That's how, like how I feel. But also because I'm a widow now, Kevin died. I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a running joke, if I didn't say it in this episode, is Kevin is in Connecticut. He looks amazing <laughs> for a dead guy. He's doing construction again and he's like did I die and I just don't know and I'm like well I kind of feel like a widow it's been so long um but I think um I just lost my train of thought it was about About oh the house owning you and I feel like we've it, it was great we invested in all this stuff and now I want to liquidate and simplify. Mm. And so even this house is like, I'm always like, Oh, should I just move on and, and have a simpler life? I'm still trying to get Wi-Fi to work here. What a nightmare Wi-Fi has been. <laughs> we did have a crook who came in and cut all the wires. Oh, no way. Yeah, it was great. Cause uh. spectrum called, they checked on us and they're like, everything's fine, but we'll send someone out. Meanwhile, the crook was here. The crook, literally cut the wires in the interim left spectrum guy goes wait i just tested this hours ago and it was fine this person came and cut the wires and i'm like okay Mm -mm. um but it's yeah it's and i get to the point where my always advice to people is like buy your home invest in, in real estate and do all these things. And now I'm like, don't buy a home, get a condo where you have no responsibility. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and the, the smallest thing that doesn't, mm-hmm. you, you can't accrue stuff mm-hmm. and you won't. So, yeah, but, but I think we go into your, different phases. Exactly. Timing. Everything's yeah. timing because if you got the energy for it, you, you do it. Like, yeah. But then your nature comes into it. Yeah. You know, should I own, should I rent, should really about, your nature and who you are because you could suddenly own something and it owns you. Yeah. That's why when I'm not a widow and Kevin's here, <laughs> it's fine. Cause he handles all that. Yeah. This is not my nature. Mm. I don't like being bogged down by all of this stuff. I want to be free. Mm. I'm the eight month old that started walking. Cause mm. I want to go. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be stuck and I don't want to be dealing with that stuff. Yeah. If your nature is a traveler, you got to move. You can't be stagnant. Yeah. So when you are stagnant, you will create the fire or whatever you need to create to get you moving. Mm. So when we look at all of our lives, you know, started this herbal supplement business, I, you know, people are like, oh, it's amazing. And then I'm like, I am doing things that I've never done before. I am so uncomfortable in all of it because I am not a fiery person and I'm having to raise my fire. And it's a challenge every day because my nature is ground grounding. I'm more earthy. I want to think slower. Everything you can't do that in this world of running a business. But isn't it contradictory then to what we're saying? Like work with your nature. So there's your nature, which yeah. are your natural strengths. But then we have our weaknesses, which are not our is nature. Is of the wife speaking now, or Jim <laughs> no, of the no. Yagini? No, I'm kidding. Actually, I'm totally kidding. the one who went <laughs> get out of the house. She's like, get your ass up and let's build a supplement company. Oh my god, you can't even imagine. <laughs> I, well, I started to say, I was like, go play tennis again. I, I bought a big TV for his birthday and started to make him watch football again because he loved it to get his comp- fire in the body, mm. the rajas in his mind going again, and it and he it. The fire started going, and when he was able to handle all of these things, because he was so chill. Because she can handle ten so, things at the same time. The fire can go. She gets so she's many a things. Woman. Yeah. 
Well, <laughs> we'll get to that. Feminine energy, masculine energy. Uh-huh. We, we have them both. Yeah. That's where our uh, yoga says we can use both energies. It's in us. Mm-hmm. You know, the fire is the masculine side. The nurturing, cooler side is the feminine side. That is, that's man and woman, mm-hmm. right? So she gets that done so quickly, and then I wanted to build this thing. But she said, but you can't build it in your nature. Yeah. So if we want something which is out of our nature, which is the other thing, we have to step up and go into another mode. But that has to be a conscious choice. There is a mindful practice in yoga called the swan practice, S-W-A-N. No, be mindful of your strengths. Make a list. We have everybody make a list of your strengths, your weaknesses, your aspirations, things that you, you want to do and your goals, and then your needs. We just have, what are your basic needs? What do you need to do to cover your basic needs? Whatever that is. And that's part of the simplifying. You know, you need a, I need this much to cover my mortgage, to cover my bills. I need one car. I need, um, you know, uh, maybe I don't need a live-in housekeeper. Maybe it's okay if someone comes three days a week. It's letting go. It's little shifts, but it's that process of simplifying, just knowing your needs. So then, you know, you need to get your needs covered so you don't have the stress of your needs. And then know but then what are my aspirations? I have things that I want to work towards, things that I want to create. That has to do with like that, that spiritual journey, the soul's purpose, what it wants to, what the journey is in this lifetime. So we want to keep on that journey, have our needs met, simplify our life. Needs are met. I'm continuing on my journey. Then with my strengths and weaknesses, I'm taking my strengths and I'm going to align that I'm going to use my strengths to cover my needs. So whatever I'm good at, I'm going to make sure all my needs are met Mm. by doing what I'm good at to cover my needs. Now, my weaknesses, I'm going to focus on them one at a time and start out of my list. And if I have a list of 10 weaknesses, I'm going to become aware of them and start to try and make them stronger. And you start to actually, in yogic practice, work on your weaknesses, which is a lot of what you've been doing the past Mm -hmm. couple of years. And it's pretty amazing. Like I watch him now, I'm like, wow. Like you just became a businessman because in the past I'm couple of years. You it. went from like yogi in the cave to like <laughs> businessman all just through this practice. Because matching it to my aspirations, ah. strength, weakness, aspiration, needs. I'm So there's I've, a purpose behind it yeah. that makes you feel good about, okay, I'm going to go fiery yeah. for this period of time, get yes. this project done because my aspiration is this. Yeah, so I yeah. shifted my, I've stepped out of my nature to get my aspiration done. Now there's another point to the, everything has another point because that's the way life is. <laughs> <laughs> it's part of my evolution. I'm evolving. If I had continued in my, per, in my, way I was, I wouldn't have evolved as much. Mm -hmm. And that has to do with astrology because part of Ayurvedic medicine and yoga and all of that has um, Jyotish, which is is astrology. I'm going into a new 19-year cycle of Saturn and Saturn is where the fire is. It gets things done. Where I was in 16 years of Jupiter, and Jupiter was spirituality for me, dragged me really into, oh, I'm going to shave my head now and stay in India. I was really about that. 
now that I know I'm going into this new phase, I'm going to be supported by that energy. Mm, so you work with it. Yeah, so I'm taking all my spiritual knowledge and my practice that I've been doing for 18 years, I'm still doing my practice, but I'm not taking on new practices and going deeper and deeper and deeper. So people will go, oh, well, you must be sitting and meditating three hours, two hours a day. Mm -mm. No, no, maybe two, a few minutes here and there. I'm doing three hours of spiritual practice, chanting, postures, breathing, all the, all the rituals we do. But I'm not sitting there meditating for two hours, no. I'm literally sitting there, you know, a few minutes uh, and then I'm off hmm. because that's going to help me evolve spiritually going in because spirituality isn't sitting down and doing your practice. That's practicing. Spirituality is taking the energy that you just created and then taking it into reality, which is your day and using that spirituality to be kind and be gentle and be inclusive and be all the things which are spiritual that's why it's ality exactly mm. so it's not about oh okay i do my practice and then i'm going to the world and i'm a complete asshole to everybody because that's how you grow a business no it's not about that it's taking it's because you it's, can't have one without the other though had you not laid this foundation you can't go into this next thing exactly. and then by the way after this there might be the next chapter where you go exactly. in deeper mm -hmm. to get to your next chapter and totally. then some people mm -hmm. go into the himalayas and disappear and some people completely renounce spirituality mm -hmm. and go and i don't know do you know sports or whatever they do that's the mystery because people are like, well, I, that's, I don't understand so-and-so. They were doing that, now they're doing that. What is going on? They're completely... That's why. Mm. If you're conscious and you know all these things, you will consciously do whatever you need to do if, to evolve as a soul on earth, and it makes absolutely no sense to anybody else. And I'm not talking about the people who are unconsciously doing all kinds of different things, and it, they're just going around in circles. That's different. I'm talking about if you're consciously going through it and you, uh, you know what you're doing, then you are growing. You're spiritually evolving rather than chasing your tail, you know. Yeah, which a lot of us do. I love that. Um, wow. Mm -hmm. <laughs> a lot to think about. Yogi Cameron's in fire mode. I never thought I'd see the day. Oh, I got on a tennis court. I used to be, I used to be a tennis player. Uh -huh. I'm now like, I, I literally tell the other person, I'm sorry, I, I don't know how to hit this ball lightly. So if I hit you or if I, because I used to be a player. So I'm like, I'm just going for it. And if the other player is a great player, they know, okay, they just play, right? They're, but I'm like that. I now. won't mention any names, but he used to play tennis with one of the elder members in my family and he was just fine hitting the ball with one of these elder members and suddenly he came back home one day and he's like I can't play tennis with this person anymore and I was like what <laughs> he's too slow yeah yes yeah I need something more competitive I'm gonna start taking lessons with a pro and so wow. I can play and, okay and just thinking about it in terms of elements I went from earthiness playing with that person going you know, they would take a break, talk for 10 minutes about whatever, and then we'd play again. I went from Earth. <laughs> they were old. I mean, we're, we are still of all elements, fire, earth, and air. I just started using my fire more, mm. and my Earth took a little back seat and came lower. 
So I couldn't play somebody who's earthy as well mm. because it didn't match my yeah. fire. So now, like I play pickleball, for example. <gasps> I love pickleball. Uh, but we can play pickleball. No, but anytime. I'll ki- but I'll kill you. No, I'm, no, I'm no, just no. like no, no, no. I am a true fire. You can't kill the uh, fire. You're a true earth. Oh. You're just jumping into my world. Uh-uh. It's done. Like he travels uh, with this pickleball racket. Uh, yeah. I have my own name on mine. Uh, you can have your name. <laughs> no problem. He's like, I will smash yours. Uh, I that's played funny. with a pro one time, and I was like, Oh, that's how you do it. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, well, let's go. Oh, that's funny. I, I know, it's really funny. Oh, my I, God, we're going to have to play pickleball. Yeah, yeah. I haven't played in so long. Mm-hmm. I miss it. Oh, great sport for anybody the who wants best. to. The best. What a great workout. It is. Mm-hmm. And it's fun when you play, because you play doubles. Mm-hmm. And so um, we used to play with my neighbors, and then they all moved. <laughs> um, so uh, it was a lot of fun. It's, mm. a, it's a lot. Of, so my nature was, oh, I, I now want to do some sports uh but i don't really want to go for a run i'm not so i found things that i could yeah bring me some joy and i can get exercise so this to to wrap this up i think this last example of you going from earth to fire to accomplish what you were aspiring to mm-hmm. is a really great example for anybody who's listening that probably needs to go the other way, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So if you want to accomplish your health goals, you Mm -hmm. probably want to move more into earth so that you can connect and be grounded Mm -hmm. and focus on slowing things down a bit so that you can make better choices. Yeah, but in that I would say I will not go across the barrier which is unhealthy. So I'm raising my fire, but I'm not burning it. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm not get, you know I'm not suddenly getting crazy and angry yeah. and the, right so I go on the pickleball and that's the time to get competitive and have a great time and then you leave it and then I leave it and then in the world and the business I'm still using the fire but then I know oh here's my cutoff point I'm not going to get to the edge where I see the cutoff point I I see the I see in 20 yards it's coming now I need to go do yoga nidra. Now mm-hmm. I need to connect with my body. Do I need to eat? Do I need to have something warm? See, if I do it 20, 30 yards before the edge, I'm in a place where I can do it you know, quietly. Once I'm on the edge, I'm going to do things haphazardly and do it out of fear and this and that, and I'm going to make wrong decisions. So, it, go- it goes back to that point we were talking about is that stress is a part of the operations of the universe. That is the nature. So, but don't stress too much that it breaks you. So he'll put himself under stress, we all will, to move forward, to keep hitting our goals and doing whatever we need to do, but don't stress it too much to where you break. So Mm -hmm. it's always knowing, don't get to that, you know, uh, over tension. That's why just a little practice of mm. being able to relieve the stress and tension from the body and from the mind, let it restore, rejuvenate, rebalance, and then start again. Yeah. So, just a little bit. That's like, um, I was telling Kelsey recently when I used to get to that brink, mm. right? Like, and I'm on the cliff, I would beat myself down more. I'd be like, no, you got to mm-hmm. push through. Mm-hmm. And, that that's just no way to to do it. So now what I've done since surgery is when I'm on the brink, I just stop. Mm-hmm. 
And even if it's five minutes, I make myself, I give myself a prescription, go sit down for five minutes and do nothing. Mm. And then everything calms down. Beautiful. And then your, your catastrophizing is over, everything's over, and then you're better. So the other day, Kelsey was like, I'm fried. I go, great, we're going to go for a walk. So we walked around the, the yard and we like looked at the trees and I was yeah. like, we got to just get up and move. And I said, whenever you guys are getting to that place, just get up and move because movement is going to give you air. You're going to actually breathe. That's why working out, I think, is the secret to working out is mm-hmm. less about working out, more about breathing. You're actually getting air in because we don't breathe. Mm-hmm. You were talking about breath earlier. The second someone says breath... Mm-hmm. I actually breathe. Mm-hmm. And so um, so I think that's really important. Guys, I could talk to you, as you know, for mm-hmm. hours and hours and hours mm-hmm. and hours. So we'll have to do this again. In the meantime, everybody, um, if you want to know more about their supplements, inspireliving.co. The supplements are called 108 Health. And uh, we'll link to the website and the Instagram handles in the summary of this episode. Of course, you can find them on Instagram at Yogini Jama and at Yogi Cameron. Those will be in the summary as well. And uh, until next time, guys, mm-hmm. I will be Yoga Nidraying. <laughs> it's going to be my new thing I add in permanently. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll see who else does. I'm doing my swan practice. (laughs) I wrote that down. I started. I said, you are doing this tonight. I also am going to book my plane to India to do my deep poncha karma. So I'll keep you guys posted. The problem with that part is we live in a horrible time called COVID. So that's when you were like, oh, we usually tell people to go to India. Because trust me, there is an India trip for us in in a moment at Mm -hmm. some point. We Mm -hmm. will go. Um, But... um, how do you practice swan specifically? Because I think I missed that. You make the list. You got to make, right, the, list. make mm-hmm. the list. That's it. Yeah. Strength. Just start with the Strength, list. weakness, aspiration. Needs. 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 Okay. But we have a segment on that on inspireliving.com. I don't know if we do. Nope. If you don't, <laughs> you will now. <laughs> um, all right, guys. Thank you so much as always. I love you guys. And thank you for all your help. Um, I did do the fast. I did 10 days. Mm-hmm. And me, Miss Queen Food, actually did it. Kelsey couldn't believe it. I was shocked, actually. Um, I really was. <laughs> and it was amazing. But actually, I wasn't because Maria's the most disciplined person. If she's like, I'm not doing X, Y, and Z, she doesn't. And mm-hmm. it's just like, what? Who are you? So I wasn't really surprised. Yeah. But sometimes you really don't think you can, mm-hmm. right? Like the brain, the thoughts mm-hmm. are like, you can't do this. You can't do this. And so once you can do it, you're like, oh. So I always tell people to get addicted to the feeling um, get addicted to the feeling of being able to say no at dinner to the bread or to the dessert. Mm-hmm. And that's how it starts. Mm-hmm. Rather than feeling the shame from everybody because they're all going to shame you, mm-hmm. start feeling addicted that you were the only one with strength mm-hmm. to say no. Mm-hmm. And I guess I've said no my whole life in a lot of ways mm. um, to bad things. So, um, so I've gotten a lot of practice cause I was terrified of my Greek immigrant dad. Anyway, um, who's very scary. He's, yeah. He's gotten less scary in time, but he was very, I look back at home videos, Cameron. I'm like, damn, he was scary. He was scary. I can't even imagine that. Me so sweet. My dad Me is either. the sweetest human ever, but he has evolved. Uh. He was tough ass. Oh my God. I see him with his mustache and I'm like, I, I go back into like little kid mode where I'm just terrified to like do the wrong thing. Um, but anyway, um, let's all swan. 
Let's all remember <laughs> what are we working <laughs> Somebody comes into last minute of the show. Let's all swan. Let's all swan, everybody. Let's all yoga nidra. Um, and uh, if you love this episode, please share it with somebody. And don't forget, we are trying to rack up our comments on Apple Podcasts. So uh, it helps us so much and helps other people find the show. So please leave us a comment. If you feel inclined, give us a five-star review because six isn't available. Um, In the meantime, be nice people, make good choices, and be present. Hey, Heal Squad. We have been on quite the journey together, and we're hearing from so many of you just how much this show is helping you heal and get better, and it makes us feel so good. We love, love, love it, and we just ask that you don't keep it to yourself. Spread the message and share the show or your favorite episode with your friends. And if you want to help us even more, you can leave us a five-star rating and a comment on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and follow us on Instagram at Heal Squad. You can also DM us anytime because we love connecting with you. And finally, you can also join us on Patreon for our monthly live heal events with world-class healers and ad-free episodes exclusive only to Patreon and our Super Heal Squad for as little as $10 a month. So go to patreon.com backslash heel squad to join. Getting better isn't easy, friends, but as I say all the time, it's a whole lot easier if we can do it together. We love you all so much and we love doing this thing called life with you.